0: she's april and she's molly (laughs) and we are the book besties (laughs) that's on film
1: because molly's gonna somehow not be molly and get this organized spaceship spaceship i heard it's
0: spicy and um i bought the next two
1: (laughs) congratulations thomas
0: that's on film. My it's husband, before the clap.
1: It's my before husband the clap. is going
0: to use that, isn't he? Yeah.
1: Only in like the, the <laughs> bonus bleepers. Oh my gosh. I had an interesting phone call this week.
0: You did? I had two actually. Okay. What? What? What happened? Um, I think you know. I I do know. <laughs> Guys, we have some big. Pig motherfucking news.
1: And it's all because I just asked a question. Never hurts to ask. We will be at our first convention. We will be at... (laughs) Woohoo! I am so excited. I may cry. I am so proud of us. We will be at the Annapolis Book Festival. It is still going to... It's being worked out where we fall in the schedule, but Uh we will have a full episode from it. And it is on what
0: day? April, April 29th. 29th. So if you are in the Washington, D.C.,
1: Baltimore area, you might be able to spot a book bestie.
0: Yeah. In the wild. In the wild. And probably Tom will be coming with us, too. I'm, 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 I'm to still trying to convince I'm, him. But I'm like, I don't think we can do this by ourselves. It's a lot of I tech like, stuff. but But basically, here's what we're doing. We're going to be interviewing some of the authors there.
1: I know it's pretty damn exciting, and, and we're going to live stream. We're going to no. live
0: stream from the we're con live stream
1: from Facebook and
0: Instagram. So and I'm not, we don't have worked out how much live is going to be going right, but we will be live there at but least there at be- some point. Um, yes, and the interviews with the authors are being filmed, and they will be a podcast episode in yeah. May. Um, because the con is the end of
1: April. And honestly, Molly, since we got the news, this has been me. I know. And every time I talked, Trish, I get a little bit closer to the screaming, go. Molly, their panels are being moderated by C-SPAN. She called us press the other day. I almost shit myself.
0: It reminds me of that episode from Gilmore Girls where Rory is going to give a speech on C-SPAN. And Paris, oh, and like, Paris says, loses their virginity and loses their shit. I didn't get you know into who because I didn't have. I you know who virginity. gets into
1: Harvard? Virgins. 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 She's going to get into Harvard. Virgins get into Harvard. <laughs> I just like this. That's right, children. Only virgins get into Harvard. <laughs> this, like, this, like, con, when we
0: sent an email to see if they would accept us, it was not what it is now. <laughs>
1: No, no, they were a lot more low-key last year. There are three Pulitzer winners that are going to be at this con. It's their 20-year anniversary. Molly, Pulitzer! I know. And Reese Witherspoon book club members. I can't believe that you find that cooler than a Pulitzer. (laughs) This is where we differ. (laughs) Because as an author, I I want that, I mean... Having a Pulitzer would be cool, but I know I'm not that smart. So I know that I... As an author, I know I can get Reese Witherspoon status. I can't get Pulitzer status.
0: I was a journalism major, so...
1: (laughs) I... People that get... It astounds me when I hear somebody gets a Pulitzer Prize. I think it is one of the coolest prizes. Oh, 100%. I, I, I honor that. I mean, I know a lot of people don't, but I see it up there with the Nobel. Oh, like, for sure. I think it's a big honor. I just truly don't see myself as a Pulitzer Prize winner. But I could see myself Molly Biggs author, Reese Witherspoon author. Like, I, that title seems a little bit more aesthetic for me than Molly Biggs. My Pulitzer favorite <laughs>
0: My favorite book, *To Kill a Mockingbird*, won Harper Lee a Pulitzer. Right. I don't. Write a like Pulitzer. Don't. There are three of them, Molly. Okay. So anyway, we're going to be at okay. this con, and April may have an anxiety
1: attack. So. April's not going to have an anxiety attack because Molly's going to somehow not be Molly and get this organized. Mm. She does not believe me. Anyway, so this mm. week. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, oh, our contest winner. Sierra, our winner. Yeah, so oh the zephy is that? Uh,
0: yes. The zephy's her her uh, handle Zeffy? on. Um,
1: Hashtag. Uh, uh, er, it's at, at the underscore Zeffin. zephy Oh, I thought it was Zeffin. Oh, my gosh. We should be what? better
0: prepared. Fuck us.
1: I'm zero not prepared. I'm pretty sure, sure it's Zephy. Oh, I thought I had an N at the end. Um, Maybe I wrote it down wrong. Probably. Zephy. Zephy. Anyway,
0: so she entered our contest and we have a new sign-off line, which will be at the end of our outro. So listen for, listen for that there. But she will be also guest starring on Book Besties um, in May, also in May. So we're still waiting it's for her. It's a big month now. We went from, yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting for her to pick the book, but there's still time for that. So mm-hmm. once we have that.
1: Um, I haven't asked her either. So, oh, um, I did. In her defense, that's probably my fault.
0: No, I asked her. <laughs> um, but she she said she was going to think about it because she had a few ideas. And she is a pod That'd listener cool. and somebody that was my roommate one summer in college. That's pretty cool. At Bowling Green State University. Go Falcons. I'm
1: going to take that away from you. You better not. (laughs) So this week, I am hosting, we are talking about Illuminae. If ADHD and
0: Adderall had a baby, it would not be this book. This book is by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff.
1: It is the ADHD freaking nightmare. <laughs> I
0: I was reading it going, I don't think anyone neurodivergent can handle this book. I I, I guess I am neurodivergent. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't. I was struggling with it. Did
1: it give you anxiety? Oh, I didn't see the cartoon.
0: What cartoon? Page
1: 153.
0: Well, we have different versions of the book, so it's probably not the same page. Oh, yeah. That is the same page. That's funny. Interesting. Anyway, um, synopsis. Molly, synopsis. Give us a synopsis.
1: So I was going to write a synopsis. And I couldn't define this book at all. Right? Like, um... Yeah. Is it a romance novel? No. Is it is it a teen drama? Is it, is it a zombie apocalypse yes. book? Is it a space yes. odyssey? What is it? What the actual fuck? I think it's all of these things. Sci-fi, I, I think. I, I can't decide. There's so spaceships, for once, so it's sci-fi. I'm going to read the actual the, the blurb on the back from the authors. I'm very and distracted
0: today. This might have been a bad idea. Uh, I am too. I am out for, of sorts. For, so
1: for those of
0: you watching... I've moved further away from the wall in preparation for my bookshelves that are going back there. And I'm on a different desk. I'm now on my crafting desk. And there's just so much. Things? There's there's just so many things to play with. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. I think Tom's going to kill me. (laughs) So. That's okay. Do you want me
1: to read the thing?
0: I guess. But I don't really love that you're doing this. Not because I don't appreciate the struggle in writing a synopsis for this. I totally do. You know, I just feel weird about, like, copyright shit.
1: Right. Okay. Well, it's not intended to be a copyright issue if it becomes one.
0: We don't uh, make any money on this podcast. Nobody's paying us to be here. Hashtag not sponsored.
1: Go ahead and fucking tell them. I don't think they're going to care. Hashtag not sponsored. So. Um, Too bad. Okay. The year is 2575. And two mega corporations are at war over a planet that is little more than an ice-covered speck. Hmm. Too bad, nobody thought to warn the people living on it. Yeah with enemy fire raining down on them, Ezra and Katie have made their escape to evacuate to the evacuating fleet. But their troubles are just beginning. A deadly plague has broken out <laughs> and no one on the spaceship spaceship spaceship. <laughs> it's mutating with terrifying results. Their ship's protection is seriously flawed. No one will say what's going on. As Katie hacks into the tangled web of data to find that the truth, it's clear that only one person can help her, Ezra. And that's only problem while they, while that is they split up before that trouble started,
0: she isn't supposed to be talking to him. A fantastically original heart-stopping adventure with everything into fun, dangerous and seems more. I know that sounded like gibberish. I I don't know why one of my faces is a frowny face. I don't either. Do you see that? I do. The other ones are happy. They are. I worked. Y'all right
1: there, ADHD.
0: I worked today. I know. <laughs> I'm really tired. It was a really long motherfucking week.
1: It was. Also, I read you my were son's... very
0: quiet in our group chats. <laughs> I... Also, <laughs> and for I read to my son's... quiet means it's busy. Yeah. Also, I read my son's IEP before logging in here, so I'm just having a lot yeah. of feelings right now.
1: Yeah. Angry. Well, see on
0: this book. Okay. Yeah. Sorry
1: illuminate
0: okay. okay you know they completely I left off on the synopsis all the shit about
1: aiden like aiden and okay so i wasn't sure where to start with this book this is my first question and it's questions but i realized our first stop had to be the two authors we've read dual authors before mm-hmm. royal we good omens just to name two of them mm-hmm. but this reads completely different
0: mm-hmm.
1: what do you think of their choices in writing style I bigger.
0: I could tell it was two authors writing.
1: Oh, 100%. And there it is... wasn't
0: like initially, I figured it was like Amy Kaufman was writing. Um, Katie? Thank you. I'm like four books.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are, right now, ahead.
0: So. <laughs> you are um, way ahead. You are way ahead. I need a smut break, Molly. <laughs> I know. You do. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, so I... Fuck me. Okay. So I thought Amy was writing Katie and that Jay Christoph was writing Ezra. But uh-huh. there were definitely times in the middle of Katie's story and vice versa, Ezra's story, that I could tell that it wasn't that way. So yeah. they were not writing together. They were writing companion yeah it It was very distracting so like
1: it feels like if you just like start a page of homework and then hand it over to your classmates for them to finish yeah and they don't review your crap they just add to it
0: so there's a book by um John Green and hang on let me google it it's called Will Grayson Will Grayson Will Grayson and it's by John Green and David Leventhal 11th mm-hmm. and I don't know. Um, anyway, they write in dual narrators okay. and um, one of them writes Will Grayson and one of them writes Will Grayson. There's two people named Will Grayson. <laughs> okay. And um, it is meant to be two different voices because they are two, two different, different people. people. Right. But I don't think that was the case here. Like even no. though it's like a mix of a bunch of different characters, I don't think they meant it to read like two different people were writing
1: it. No, and this definitely is where the editor should have came in and been like, "Hey, this sounds like two different voices. Mm-hmm. We need to smooth this out." Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if that's part of the intention. You want a more feminine voice for Katie, so the female writer, but it definitely feels like sometimes he's jumping in for Katie's voice mm-hmm. and she's jumping yeah. in for Ezra's voice. Yeah, honestly, to me that was the
0: worst part of the book was I mean, that was the Yeah. The two of them writing together. Oh, motherfucker. Now, I can't say that um, I won't read the other ones.
1: I'm not sure, honestly.
0: I I don't think the ending inspired me to, like, need to do it immediately. um, Because it did have an ending. Um, Yeah. But I did look up the Goodreads for the next two. Mm-hmm. to add them to my list and the next one is about two other characters and then they come together in the third book all this four of the characters just, so to huh. me i can be just done i can be done with katie and ezra story yeah
1: i mean honestly you know what this reads like to me a prequel and this i think that's probably book.
0: the point this, this one's the, the prequel. prequel the next one's also a prequel they really wanted to write the third book it's just but, so, when you put this on the list for the pod, I was excited because... So long ago. Huh? <laughs> so long ago. I can't even remember when I put it well, on there. Well, we had season four mapped out, like, the beginning of season three. Like, we were yeah. just ahead. We haven't yeah. even started planning season five yet, and we're no. a month into season four, which is fine. Um But this was on
1: my TBR for the last right. so three years. So.
0: I, when I was at the middle school last year, I was doing a weeding project. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know what weeding is, that's the very official librarian term for throwing out old books. Um,
1: well, did she? no. So
0: you have to, I know people have an issue when libraries weed books, but I just want you to keep this in mind. If you want us to buy new books, we have to get rid of the old ones. Word. Um, so I was going through and getting rid of like the ones that were clearly damaged and didn't need mm-hmm. to be on the shelf anymore. And I pulled this one off the shelf and flipped through it and was like, this is cool. It's I've never crazy. seen a book like this before. Neither by. And so when you put it on the pot, I was really excited because I liked how the format was so different, but mm-hmm. I maybe am skipping ahead here, but when I was reading it, I actually texted you and said... I feel like you're going to struggle with this book. First of all, it's so all over the place. It's it like, is all over the place. It's like listening to you talk. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, it is, but you're, you have a good thing you have a couple years experience with that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, but the other thing is, it doesn't feel like a very accessible book. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the ways that you read as someone with dyslexia is audiobook.
1: Okay, so that's actually my third question. You want to talk about that? Yeah,
0: let's talk about it.
1: Okay, so I'll jump to the third question, then we'll go to the second question. Yeah, no worries. I I don't remember the the order of the questions. That's okay. I listened to the audiobook, and I believe you read the physical copy? I read the physical book. The audiobook is a full cast reading. Yes. What was your experience like reading this with the pages and the text the way it is? So, Um, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, no, you go ahead, and then I will... Talk about the audiobook.
0: So Tom is actually listening to the audiobook for it right now too, Mm -hmm. Um, because he plans to do a Tom take Take. on it. Yeah. Um. So when I was reading it, the Mm -hmm. funny thing was when you told me I think that the audiobook is like eleven hours. Yeah.
1: I did not think
0: this book was that long.
1: Because I can't. Okay, let me
0: see. There, there are pages that like have hardly any text. If they have any text, like, I mean, this is a page in the book towards the end. It's just that much text. That's it. Yeah. And there are whole pages. Let's see if I can find an example. I did say this that I'm going to do um, a video uh, on Instagram. Go to Instagram, and I will do a. Story. 11 hours and 40 minutes. Okay. So I'll do a story on Instagram to show off parts of this book. But Actually, I was shocked incredible. to hear that it was that long because, like, I mean, this is another page. Like, right. There's hardly any text on it. There's pages in here that I I really was struggling to understand how to the fuck to read them because you literally follow the, the, the yeah. flight path of the spaceships. And I was like, what the right. actual fuck? So, I mean... I just was really surprised. Yeah, here we go. Here's an example of two yeah. pages. That it's you, so pretty. You have though. to read the flight path, and you I was like, "What path. order do you read this in?" And so for for you to say the book was that long, I was shocked because even though it's that yeah. many pages, it did not feel that long to me, and I actually read it really quickly.
1: Um, which I bet it is a quick read with the with the graphics, which makes it a great book for kids. Yeah, and it is
0: YA. Um, so there is that. It is YA. Um uh, I borrowed it from my library in the young adult section, in the teen section. So we classify it as sci-fi. That's the librarian and me would classify it as sci-fi as well. Um but I feel like this book is not an accessible book. And it's not just because of Ooh. the audiobook. And I and I appreciate that they made the the audiobook a full cast to give it more accessibility. But the way that this book is written, the format, it's just not accessible.
1: I'm actually going to defend the audiobook.
0: Ooh, go ahead.
1: So I don't, everybody knows I am a non-cast, full cast. Oh, you
0: hate it. Although I think I'm going to make you read Daisy Jones and the Six, because that is one of the best audiobooks I've ever read. And you you liked Evelyn. Yeah. Uh, And um, they're making Daisy Six into a movie. I
1: saw. Maybe we'll do it next season. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Um, so the audiobook is full cast. Mm-hmm. You also get sound effects, music, and like, do they do pew 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 pew? Yes, nice. you're getting all of it. You got the explosions, nice. the sounds, everything. It was like a live radio show. Okay, so that is pretty fucking it, cool. It was like listening to a TV show. It was enthralling. That's so. Every cool. once in a while, I did have to pick up the hard copy just to like, like there's. There's pages of fucking graphics of yeah. full ships in here. How did like, they do no that? Way they, who do they, they they how do it. they
0: do those in the audio? They skipped
1: it. Oh. This part where the faces are of the dead, they yeah. started reading names off slowly. Oh my gosh, no. It was so depressing. No. Yeah. And like this just you remember I remember sitting it. through the I was like, okay. You know you remember sitting through the nine eleven memorial? Mm-hmm. It was like that. It was just like this heartbreaking, somber moment. And that's exactly what it felt like. But this in audiobook is accessible, is accessible.
0: And I will fight
1: that. So
0: I, I, I like that they did that then. I like that they did that.
1: The full cast, this will be probably be the only full cast I ever enjoy. Oh, you'll like Daisy Jones and the Six. I may eat my words for that. But and this is the first full cast I truly And you'll enjoyed. recognize some of the voices, too. See, but I don't like... Because it's okay, like So we did. Actors. What did we just listen to? Where it was a famous person, Karen... Not Karen Gillian. What the hell was her name? She did the audiobook for one of... Oh I don't the know. Midnight Library. The Midnight Library had a famous person on it and I hated it.
0: Hmm. I, I I didn't I didn't read that one as an audiobook. But you didn't like good omens, thought the, the mm. and that was David Tennant. Yeah. And um Michael Sheen.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so you were so, wrong,
0: but I was wrong,
1: but <laughs> yeah. So I wanna talk about the book itself, the physical copy itself. Mm-hmm. Next. So we've seen We've seen all the books. April and I have seen all the books. I mean, we haven't seen all the books, but we've seen
0: a good portion of all, a all the lot books. lot of books. Today, one of my staff was trying to find a good story time read for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And I was just like naming books off the top of my head <laughs> and good naming ups. authors. And he's like, how do you do this? And I'm like, I've
1: been a, a children's librarian, librarian for a really long time. So. You can't say dumbass. You're a children's librarian. I say dumbass M-S. all the time. It's not to the children, I hope sometimes no comment good um (laughs) we've seen all the books right they have they've had maps text messages Mm -hmm. emails Mm -hmm. but this book is just all of the things more it's like all of the things Mm -hmm. it's making the book a character in its own self in my opinion i agree what did you think the book i mean the physical book and the contents itself like this is a reading experience right oh yeah I've never read anything like this before, and you that's again,
0: oh well, I think I might read the sequels, but not immediately like it'd be a pod break thing um but i uh i I thought it was really cool, I thought it was well mm-hmm. d- done I thought it was interesting um I liked all the graphic elements of it i where I struggled was not with like. The mm-hmm. graphic elements, although I had difficulty following the flight path. Mm-hmm. Um, I had difficulty when Katie was talking to Aiden because yeah. it doesn't have Katie said Aiden said back and forth like that. So you just have to remember whose text color is which person. yeah, and that was a challenge for me, which I feel like being the full cast audiobook, you would have gotten that experience where you yeah. knew.
1: That was very clear. Yeah. So,
0: because like where they're talking, for example, like backwards, like here. So, one of them is in white and one of them is in gray. Right. And you just have to remember who was what. And things that gave it away were that Aiden would have things like error, error. And so you would remember, oh, or like inappropriate,
1: like caps locking and Mm -hmm. weird text fonts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was weird.
0: Um, and especially when Aiden's like glitching out because, um, he's
1: lost his damn mind. Yeah.
0: And he, he's losing parts of him. Like the zombies are like destroying Caring him. Apart. So yeah, it's really difficult to follow what's happening. It but, is. um, but I really thought that this was innovative. I've never seen anything like this before in a fiction book, I should say. Right. In nonfiction you often I get mean, those maps and details and things like that. Right. Well, I mean,
1: um, but not in books fiction. Are great for kids, right? Yeah. When you, you see a book like this, usually it's something interactive for kids mm-hmm. in a nonfiction sense. But this like,
0: is I feel like lovely. Well, ha- is this one you're going to pass on to Piper or Liv?
1: I am. Oh, Piper, she's already called dibs. <laughs> dibs.
0: I thought they had to alternate.
1: They do, but um, Liv's in the middle of a coding book, so oh, well, she doesn't want to bother coding. Um, so I want to talk about the Tom's characters gonna next. going to kill me.
0: I've moved so much stuff on my desk. I probably made a lot of noise.
1: You all right? I don't think I am. Did we switch places this week? I don't know. It's been a long week. <laughs> Maybe we've body switched. No, we didn't body switch. No. No. Moving well, on. <laughs> my brain just reset. So let's talk about the characters then. Yeah? Yeah there's a lot of damn characters in this book. (laughs) Like I had to look them up. Yeah. There are a lot
0: of characters to keep straight, but was it as
1: difficult in the hard copy to keep track as it was in the physical copy? No,
0: no. And I'll tell you why. Physical hard copy. Audio. I know what you meant. I'll tell you why, because Katie never interacts with more than one of them at a time. And basically everything is through Katie's lens. Like Mm -hmm. you get Ezra's side of the story too. But it's in the context of interacting with Katie. Yeah. Katie's the only one that interacts with everybody, yeah. and um, there's a couple of scenes where Ezra is interacting with like his friends, but uh-huh. it, it doesn't happen very often. And so it was pretty easy to keep everybody straight. I did good. get like some of Ezra's soldier friends mixed up. Like I had to be like, "Who was that again?" Because yeah. they were characters that were in like one scene, and then they were zombies,
1: so. right? Or right, the guy, like the guy in the shuttle bay. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it, it was, I'd say it was about medium difficulty when yeah. it came to the book. Because some of the actors' voices sounded similar. Mm-hmm. So you had to wait for context mm-hmm. before, as they started talking, to get who they were. So, but I also, I I shared a link in the notes and I can put it in this mm-hmm. thing for anybody. Um, So let's talk about the story, I guess. I mean, we're... Twenty-seven minutes in, we should do that. It's only been twenty-seven minutes. It's only been twenty-seven minutes, but we're on the sixth question, so that's a W. I think I'm a bad partner tonight. No, I've been there, girl. I've been there. I guess we should talk about this story. Since I've gone six questions, first off, what do you think this book is? Is it a zombie book? Is it human fear? Is it what's it about? So fucking all about. I don't actually think that they're zombies. So,
0: I know that they they have zombie-esque behavior, but there's, Uh there is a, um, I'll send you the link. There's Mm -hmm. a series that you can get on Kindle Unlimited. I do not have Kindle Unlimited, but I bought the books long before Kindle Unlimited existed. Uh Uh-huh. And they are called, it's the Bourne series, and Mm -hmm. it is by- Like Jason Bourne? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um... Hang on. I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Um, yeah, right. Tara Brown. So it's a post-apocalyptic, like, survival thing. Mm-hmm. And the, there is a virus that basically turns some of the humans into, like, flesh-eating crazy Zombie-ish people. Zombie-ish things? Zombie-ish things. But they're not actually zombies because zombies are dead.
1: Right? They are, are not dead.
0: They are right. alive. It's the same in Illuminae. And when they start giving the death toll count mm-hmm. towards the end, when Aiden's calculating that, the zombie people are not dead. Yeah. They're alive. They're just infected. So they're not it's zombies. Like a brain fever. Right. It's
1: like a. It's like this fever that takes over and gives them irrational. It's like basil.
0: It's so wild. It's like bath salts in Florida, man. Um,
1: Jesus.
0: So basically, what happened was this company, who is you know big boss company full of dickheads, they decide to. (laughs) We could go there. Not sponsored. Clearly, never going to be with comments like that. (laughs) Um, So they decide to bomb this smaller planet. Right. Um, that's competition of theirs, but not really mm-hmm. competition because it's like Amazon bombing uh, your local bookstore like it's not right comparable it's it's not necessary right, so what they bomb them with is actually um a uh viral weapon right, and so it makes everyone sick and it gives them these zombie-like characteristics and the spread rate is very rapid. Really rapid. Um like you can't Ridiculous. Really rapid and you can't um you can't fight it. Like there's no cure, no, they just all no. die. Yeah. Um so basically how this starts is that one of the ships that rescued, so there are three ships that rescue, and this is the part where I got really confused. I Mm -hmm. thought there were two ships that rescued and that I thought so too. And that Ezra's ship was partially blown up.
1: I thought so too.
0: And it wasn't that. There are three ships. Yeah, I had to actually look at the maps because they're all named something very similar and I just had to make sure. Alexander,
1: Hypatia, and
0: Alexandria.
1: Hypatia. Here. They're right here. Alexander, Hypatia, and
0: Oh, here we go. Um, Alexander, Hypatia, Hypatia, and Copernicus.
1: Copernicus. Wasn't Copernicus chasing them, though?
0: No. See, that's where I kept getting confused. So Copernicus is where... um, That is where... So confusing, this book. That is where... That's the one that gets blown up. Mm -hmm. Alexander is um, where Ezra is. Right. And Hypatia is where Katie is. Katie is. So basically what happens is there are three ships that rescue the people off this planet. Right. And one of the ships doesn't quarantine anybody. They just interact with them. And then that's where the spread starts. And Katie's mom goes to like help with it. And that's when Aiden like loses his fucking mind and decides to blow up one of the ships in the fleet, because it was the only way to save everybody, is if you eradicate that. Yeah. And I was talking to um, one of my coworkers about The Last of Us. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? The new, yeah. Okay, the, it's a game in a
1: movie. Yeah, a, it's a, show. a yeah.
0: TV show, and it was it's a game too. So she was and telling,
1: talking about mushrooms, and all I could think about was that damn Mexican Gothic. Huh.
0: Have you watched <laughs> it? I haven't actually watched it, when but watch
1: the first episode. I'm waiting for man for the second.
0: Okay, well, I don't think this is a spoiler, but if it is, I'm sorry because I'm not watching it. But she told me that um, there's like an infection and some virologist basically says that you have to bomb this whole town and it happens to be her town and she's like, Totally fine with it because it's the only way to like stop it, and like that's basically what Aiden did. Like everyone was like, "What the fuck? Why would he bomb a whole ship?" Well, he was trying to contain the infection. Trying to keep people alive, man. I mean, did he do it the right way? No, no. But But is he doing what his programming told him to do? Yes, yes. Because keeping human life alive, right? That's because he's a machine. He doesn't have human emotions. He has logic,
1: and we're gonna talk more about Aiden. Okay. A little bit more. Okay. Well. And, anyway,
0: the point is, I don't think it's a zombie issue. I think this is, is a about? space odyssey. I think it's um, sci-fi story that's wrapped in this whole fucking YA romance nonsense because this book probably came out around the time Wait, that everybody was reading. Well, there's
1: also this huge undertone. 2015. About- so everybody yes. was reading
0: YA romance.
1: Right. So I mean, honestly, though, there's this huge undertone, though, talking about human fear. Right Mm -hmm. is like as a part of that the story. Mm -hmm. Human fear of each other, human fear of infection, human fear of machines. Mm -hmm. It is a huge conversation about how we don't trust each other as people. You know? Yeah. I I think
0: that there's something to be said about uh about Katie too. She's a cliche to me. A million percent.
1: She's that precocious girl who. Do you want to talk about them now? I have. The next question is actually about Katie and Ezra. Or you want to talk about Katie?
0: I don't care. <laughs> I can't get comfortable, Molly. I'm regretting my decisions. Okay. I need a.
1: Do you need oh, a second? Oh, shit! I just totally moved the camera.
0: You're all right. Husband is there definitely go. You're good. definitely going to be like. Okay,
1: so let's jump back in. Let since you want to talk about Katie, let's talk about her first. Is Katie a heroine? No. Wait. Because she does save the day. She does save Aiden. She does save her boyfriend. She does. a Spoiler alert. She saves every. Like. A lot of everybody.
0: I. hmm, I struggle with this. And here's why. Okay. It's the same reason that people will struggle to say Katniss is a hero because what she does is heroic, but it's motivated by saving herself. That's true. I don't think that she is motive. I, I mean, she wants to help Ezra, but I think that she's more motivated in the selfish reasons for helping Ezra, which is that that's
1: so if Katniss her- is a hero. She's a hero. If Katniss isn't a hero, she isn't a hero. I think that's the
0: argument.
1: They're um, on that same gray line mm-hmm. of hero, not hero. Yeah. The Wait, main what do you think? This, I I want to say she is, but you're right. I. But then the question because,
0: is, Molly, is she anybody, was, is she anybody ever like, a hero that isn't self-motivated?
1: No. But she was also willing to die on that ship to save everybody else. She was willing to go down with Aiden. Yeah. Even though she knew she had nobody. I mean, she knew her dad was still alive. And she chose to go stay on, eight A- you know, she was willing to die with Aiden on that ship. Um, no, her dad, wasn't her dad dead? No, her dad stationed somewhere else. Oh, right. Like, she was on that planet um, with her mom and her dad stationed elsewhere. Like, I no. just, I don't they know. Di- they threw us into this world thinking we already know these people in this place. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, I, mean, I can't story- reach my bell, but ring the bell for me. Like, ding, ding, ding. Like, that is one of my bell ringers right there. It's like. You can't throw us into a world this heavy and assume we know everybody. um,
0: Because the book is collected in, like, interview style and reports, we're starting in the middle
1: of the story. It's very frustrating, for sure.
0: And the story is told both in past and present tense, and it's kind of a mindfuck. And honestly, spoiler alert, it's really-
1: you yeah. get Katie, you get the guy doing the records, and you get Ezra.
0: Yeah. But then mind fuck, we find out that Katie is actually the person doing the records. Right. And that was surprising to me. Not surprising like, to me was that Ezra uh his mom was still was the Oh, I, bad I mean guy. I figured she was the villain. I so although I gotta that. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can see this. There is a tag. In my book, I Where? tagged it. Uh huh. I well, tagged it on page 256. And the reason okay. is because when Aiden reveals that Ezra is dead, 256 is supposed to be the last page that he was actually himself. Right. And Molly, I legit thought he was dead. I did, I did not too. see him coming back. I did, I did not see too. I legit I thought really he thought was, dead. was dead. I thought boy was
1: dead. And
0: I was really surprised that he wasn't. And me being me surprised by a book and, doesn't happen very often. You, I don't get
1: surprised either. I really no. thought he was dead. We read a book a week. Right. I was surprised. So let's talk about Katie and Ezra. Yeah. I thought They're the main were. characters of our book. Right? Mm-hmm. They get thrown into action first thing. And they are... And they truly do not stop till the end of the book. Right. We are action from beginning to end. What do you think of them as leads and their storylines from beginning to end?
0: So if we're going with the uh, Hunger Games comparison, mm-hmm. uh, Ezra is Gale. Oh, yeah. He's um, not PETA. There's no PETA in this There's book, no PETA. Unless it's the weird professor guy who teaches her how to code. Pink? I don't know. But he's Gale. He's going to go head first in. I'm surprised that being drafted into the military of that he didn't even want to serve in, that he would... Go so hard, but he does, and he likes it. And it's sort of that's again like Gail, right? He ends up work like being in district doing something teams. he loves, yeah.
1: even though he didn't realize it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so to me, he's more of a hero than she is because I don't think he's selfishly motivated. He has nothing to, to fight for anymore. Well, I mean, he was hiding,
1: that's why he was fighting.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, their relationship is weird to me. Like I get it. We find out, yeah, we find out through the story that that, like the reason they broke up is because he doesn't want to go anywhere. But
1: then they're all of a sudden high school boyfriend. He didn't want to go anywhere. But they're (laughs) like, but it's like
0: stupid (laughs) teen romance stuff because they're like, but I still. I mean, it's a valid reason to break
1: up with a boy. (sighs) But I honestly, they throw us in. To the middle of a teen breakup mm-hmm. in the first chapter, yeah, and that's their their interviews, right? Yeah, and it's just we're supposed to care, right? But we don't we, don't. we don't
0: know them. Yeah, we don't. There is no like slowly developing relationship here. They've been in a relationship for a few years. They're broken up, and then they still love each other. It's it's like how. um it's like how on Friends when Rachel comes in there's a new friend but we never like really know the backstory right. of the rest of the friends. It's just sort of like they've always been friends. That happens on like every sitcom. It's yeah. How I Met Your Mother it's the same thing. Like Robin I mean, just shows it. up.
1: I mean we got a backstory on Big Bang if that counts.
0: <laughs> we did. And I suppose we did on Friends and on How I Met Your Mother, too, but not yeah. to the same, you know. Extent,
1: yeah. yeah. The bulk know. of this book is set on two ships.
0: Sorry, I don't think their relationship was necessary. I just want to I don't that. either.
1: I don't either. And honestly, they could have been friends. But throwing yeah. us into a huge breakup in the middle of a, like, you could have just said they were exes. We didn't need yeah. to hear this. You know,
0: well, and I think they were trying to add to some more drama. And I really think their relationship is pandering to teens who are looking for a romance novel, but it's not a romance book. And I think it it was unnecessary. You can love your friends fiercely enough that you want to save them. Like if you or Katie were on in trouble, I would want to save you because I love you both fiercely.
1: I know. And if I was, if I needed bail money or somebody to come meet me at a hospital, you guys were the two people I would
0: call. I talk about saving you guys and you're like, if I need bail money... (laughs)
1: Because you know, we're not that's the what, same. We're, the, we're not the same. It is the same because you know, if I need bail, it's because I did something terrible to someone that deserved it. It's because they you know, but we're not the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I mean, and and that's that could have been the thing.
1: I don't like yeah.
0: that they had to be love interests. No.
1: No. It's just, and they didn't, okay, make them love interests. That's fine. But. We didn't lean heavy enough into it. We didn't get enough flashbacks. Mm-hmm. We didn't feed that story enough for it to be relevant to the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just unnecessary.
0: Yeah.
1: I agree. So the book is set on two ships. Like that's where our primary right. time is spent. Because the other spent. ship is blown up. Right. Alexander and Hypatia. Mm-hmm. They're trying to escape a third ship that's trying to kill them. Right. While this is going on, we have this outbreak it, if you squint, it kind of looks like a zombie apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the bulk of the storyline. Did we need both? Did we need a major corporation trying to kill them and the squinty looks like zombie shit?
0: I say yes, because I Ooh. think that was the reason that they were trying to kill them. First of all, dropping the bio warfare on them was an experiment. They were trying to see if it would work. When it yeah. did work, they need to kill the people that it worked on so no one else finds out about it however I do not understand how they were so far behind it's space <laughs> Aiden was turned off so they couldn't use like light speed so they were just like warp
1: speed or whatever whatever
0: yeah. they warp couldn't speed, do Mr. that Scotty They couldn't do that. So like how, to me, it's like slow moving vessels of traffic. This is like when Tom was in vessel traffic. It's the slowest car chase in my life. It's like when Tom was in vessel traffic in Houston. And I'd be like, how do boats run into each other? They're fucking big and slow. Like, I don't
1: understand. I don't know, but it's ruined several weekends for me. Oh, I know. (laughs) He'd be like, but I don't know either, but they do it all the time. Usually it's a drunk, drunk captain. It is a very drunk vessel captain who comes to port after leaving the bars. He sleeps in his cabin. He wakes up still drunk. Mm. He thinks the ship will practically drive itself. Then he drives into the port. Then he hits the port mm. after he hits the port. Then he tries to steer out of the port, mm-hmm. but it accidentally runs into another one. And, and then he's,
0: he's like, trying this. to go down a canal that goes this way. But and he's, he's just
1: trying- doing this sideways, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he's just slamming oil everywhere. And it's, it's just like... It's like that uh, Austin that Powers never,
0: movie where he's like backing up and he just keeps getting stuck. That's
1: just just a just a possible example that that's never just happened
0: one ever. example that could potentially have happened.
1: But that's I never don't, happened. I don't before. understand how I didn't how have he... to spend a whole weekend at the sector Houston, very fucking pregnant with a very tiny baby in my belly. Are Be you okay, Anyways, Molly? I'm who, good. Who hurt you? You know who hurt me. We we <laughs> talked about the VA and the Coast Guard and how they've hurt me. It's true. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> off that soapbox. Um. No, I can stand I, on it a little bit longer if you desire. <laughs> After the yesterday's text, whoo,
0: I feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways,
1: moving on. I'm sorry. Um.
0: I just don't understand how they were still having to chase them. I
1: don't get it. It is the small,
0: significantly it was- days behind.
1: <laughs> and and it's panicked. For days. Everybody is chaotic. You would think this happened over hours. But mm-hmm. this was almost a week plus. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, your general- adrenaline cannot be that high for this long. Mm-hmm. Your heart will explode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Katie gets a mentor in pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He eventually goes mad with the sickness and he's trying to kill Aiden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? And and that's, he wanted to kill Aiden before
0: right. he got the virus so he actually had enough
1: sense left to to still do it right but at this point in the book you you could tell she had to rely on Aiden right right and that was a really tricky thing for her so what do you think of this relationship in the book with her and Ping and then her and Aiden I think Aiden is her equal they are mirrors
0: of each other um Aiden, Aiden is... fell in love with her I agree I, as as human of emotions as he could have, he and Katie are the same and he cares for her. Is Aiden a
1: character, would you say?
0: Oh yeah. But you know what? I was really having a hard time not picturing him as the magenta, like robot guy from the Avengers.
1: (laughs) What's his name? Um, um, shit. Shit. Jarvis. 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 Yeah, I
0: couldn't not picture Aiden oh, that way.
1: see, I was more thinking of, like, Night Rider and, like, the car.
0: Kit. <laughs> Kit. But the other thing is, I kept also picturing, you know, since you brought it up, the woman that's, like, tied up in the mushrooms. from. Yeah. Like, that was the other thing I kept picturing. Like, somebody just, like. Just a part of the,
1: the machine. Yeah, exactly. I mean. So honestly Aiden is like its own character in this mm-hmm. even though it's an inanimate object. It, mm-hmm. it it becomes the primary force that keeps her alive.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean it's an AI consciousness so it's not yes. it's not human, it's not animal, but mm-hmm. it um is a bigger character than some of the actual people.
1: Do you think she it ha- did Aiden have the right to trick Katie?
0: No, it was selfishly motivated. But then again, going back to what we said about him blowing up the other ship, he did it because he was trying to save everyone.
1: And honestly, if he didn't trick her, she wouldn't have came. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But she kept him alive. So I I don't know if we're going to if we would find out in book two if he was broken or if they fix
1: him. I don't know. But I honestly don't see her correcting what Aiden has turned into. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't see her changing her, his code and on, only structuring it better to support what he currently has turned into. I only got three more questions and we're done, I swear. Oh, I was just thinking. That was a good oh. point. <laughs> Ezra, too, is a complex character, we learn. He has a hidden... He's hiding from his mother. Mm-hmm. He nearly dies several times. hmm He loses his dad. His family storyline's real complicated. Was any of this necessary? Was Ezra in this storyline at all necessary? Or could we have survived on just Aiden and Katie? I don't. I think you need
0: someone to motivate Katie to come to the other ship. You can't do it with Aiden. Just mom. But... I think mom would have been a fine motivating factor. Mom wasn't there. She right. she she was on the ship she was that was supposed to be there. Both of them were supposed to be on that ship. I thought she was on the ship that blew up. No, she was on Oh yeah, she was with the virus infected people on that ship. The ones right. that had been saved. Right. by Ezra and his crew. Right. So, I think the mom is motivation enough. I don't think you need Ezra, but you need no. someone to be the motivation. I think it could have been
1: just as easily Dr. Ping. Right. 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 It's just it feels like this book needed trimming. I think it's
0: pandering to the YA audience.
1: It needs trimming. This could have sat on a sci-fi you shelf think? by itself. <laughs> By the end of this book, I feel like we're reading a prequel, which I've already said. Mm -hmm. Not the first book of the series. What do you think? Me? I
0: think it's the first book of a series, but the fact that it goes to different characters for the second book, then I feel like no. Like, why aren't we still following Katie and Ezra? There's a huge gap of time in which we think Ezra's dead to when Mm -hmm. we find out that he's not.
1: And- Honestly, until we read that second book, we're never going to have a fully formed opinion. Mm -hmm. And this book is, like many others we've read, I don't know if I like it or I hate it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to have a reread to understand if I like it more.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Do you feel like I've missed anything?
0: No, I don't. I, the thing is that I, I had the same issue with this book. I think I liked it and I wasn't sure. So I'm looking at my Goodreads rating right now. Um, so I gave this a three. What was my true rating? 3.5. Hmm. And what I said was the story is a bit uneven for me, which is why I can't rate it a true four stars. Katie and Ezra right. are typical teens found in sci-fi drama. This book drags on at parts, but I thought the format was interesting and sometimes distracting. The book is written with codes and pictures and graphics and data entry. I've never really read anything like it. It's definitely original. I also thought that the last hundred or so pages were hella intense. And they were. Like, I was at work reading them and my heart was pounding. I didn't want to stop reading. I will likely read the next two in the series, but not immediately. It didn't leave me in a cliffhanger that I needed to be satisfied.
1: Right. So that was my official review. I just, it left me wanting, it made me feel like this book was incomplete. It was. But it is such a thick book. How can it be
0: so incomplete? I know. And it's not incomplete the way that like, let's use the Hunger Games again, is incomplete with the first book. The first book ends on a cliffhanger that you're like, I need to know what happens to them right um and that's not right. the case with this one it's no. just sort of like eh. if i never eh. read it it'd be fine
1: i mean don't worry piper will read it for us and tell us <laughs> She's been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> that little baby book bestie. She is doing re- market research. She is reading all the books for us. She is picking them out. We could. She can like, pick. A- I
0: know she wants to be a scientist, but if she ever thinks about being a library scientist, I think she. Be I've been
1: trying to, try try to convince her that that is where her heart belongs, but she just doesn't want to hear it. Um, she
0: can so much- be a librarian for NASA. They have librarians.
1: I tried telling her that. <laughs> she wants to.
0: But the girl's um, well, of you don't think that at
1: some point they're going to need a librarian in space? Of course they are. They are because she, she's already promised when she becomes a NASA astronaut, she's going to name the first library on Mars after her mom. What?
0: Yeah, I guess that's okay.
1: But she also made that promise at ten, so we'll see how long that holds up. <laughs> we'll see. All right, let's talk about next week's. Next Actually, month's I've <gasps> got all of
0: next month, if that's okay. Ooh. All right, so we are doing romance reads again for the month of February because we did that last year and we had a lot of fun with it. So we just decided sure to keep kind of rolling. So um, January seventh, we are reading Love on the Brain by Ali Hazelwood. I'm so close her to finishing the second
1: book. book, and I finished it yesterday. And it may have inspired my hair a little bit coming up.
0: Oh, are you going purple? I love it.
1: Um,
0: All right. And then on Valentine's Day, Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake, who has a new book coming out soon. She
1: just announced. She just released another one, too. Oh, is that what it was? The one I sent you? Um, Okay. Ashley Doesn't Care. Um, Astrid Parker doesn't date And then there's a new one that just got announced Yeah that one I sent you yesterday mm-hmm. Okay then the third
0: book of the season So February 21st Is going to be Book Lovers by Emily Henry And I'm so excited for you to read this Because I read it over the summer and it was so good I, Yeah I, I love I Emily Henry We read heard Book good. Lovers in last summer As part of season Three Something. What season are we in? <laughs> Three, I think. I don't, I don't know. know. And then we are finishing. <laughs> we are finishing the month on February twenty eighth with the fine print, Which by was Lauren
1: Asher, bookwreck by a Barnes and Noble, books a million, books member. a million, okay, books let's get a million it right. and Waldorf. All right. Million Waldorf employee. Thank and you. That's and I'm listening
0: eating. to the audiobook for that, and it's making me feel a lot of things. I heard it's spicy. It's very spicy. And I think it's the spiciest book I've ever read. Fifty Shades of Grey doesn't count because the writing was so bad that it was distracting. This is the spiciest book you've ever read. I think so. And um, I bought the next two. <laughs> the second book is already out, and the third book actually comes out on the th- uh, January 31st, which is, I think, the day this episode comes out. Probably. Yeah. I don't know so what day it is. It, today, if you're listening on January 31st, go buy the third mm-hmm. book in the Fine Prince se- series. Them. I think that's the final one. I think it's just going to be a trilogy. So, anyway, um, I'm enjoying it. And so is <laughs> <Okay>. Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Congratulations, Thomas. Congratulations. And that's it for our week. And And that's it. (laughs) Um, We will see you guys next time. Oh, we're your book besties. (laughs) You're so weird. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April and not those of anyone else. Today's book was Illuminate by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and Eva Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. Music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the book besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the book besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or our website, www.bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties get lost in your favorite book.